and hello everybody the song that you're listening to is it's the 28 days later theme i can't really find the title but this is the theme song to 28 days later it's an awesome song awesome song uh and it's awesome movie awesome movie and the best way for us to start off this finale mm-hmm. for scarefest 2017 hope you enjoy Hello, everybody, everybody, hello, and welcome to We Synced It. I Synced It. Yes, it is a weekly podcast that focuses in on all the movies, TV, and the entertainment in between. I am one of your hosts, Pat. And this is Kev. And how is everybody doing today? Oh, excited. For sure. We got a lot of cool stuff happening this week and next week. Today, we're going over Scarefest, the finale. It's going to be a lengthy episode, so sit back and enjoy sit back and enjoy um also this saturday coming up we're gonna be at the spooky empire event in orlando florida we're gonna get some nice footage for you guys we hope you guys enjoy the video comment share it like it do whatever you want with it let's go ahead and get this scare fest started shall we all right yeah so just a quick recap um we pretty much took over, I mean, we pretty much completed uh, round one of all these horror movies. We're going to go ahead and try to complete all of this, um, all these categories and rounds in this one episode. Let's go ahead and get started. First round, well, next round we got Aliens, plural, <laughs> so that's Alien Part 2 versus Child's Play. Yes. I'm going to go with Aliens. You're going to go with Aliens. Yeah, I'm going to go with Aliens. Why do you want to go with Aliens? Uh, because um, I am more terrified of Aliens than I am of Child's Play. And I I am willing to watch Aliens more than I am Child's Play, the movie. Hands down. I would have to, yeah, definitely have to agree. I think um, visually, I mean, James Cameron is just like on another level. Yeah. I mean... What's cool about uh, Child's Play is that the director who directed the first one, like, he stayed consistent and directed all of them and yeah. he's written all of them, which is mm. cool, you know, because he's really passionate about his work. But his work is nothing compared to James Cameron's. No. I mean, this is like a sci-fi masterpiece compared to, like, a doll that you can just, like, punt like a football. Yeah. You know? Um, also, I think Alien 2 had really breathtaking visuals. Like, when we saw the Queen Alien, that was pretty, yeah. like, awe-inspiring. Um, there were some real terrifying scenes like when the Marines first got to the place and they're looking around and you realize that the walls around them are the aliens and the walls just start moving mm-hmm. and they were just <laughs> they were there right there in the nest the whole entire time oh they didn't God, even notice that I think to me was just brilliant uh, visually and like script wise that was a really cool idea so yeah Alien 2 obviously moves into the next round uh that's really quick look at twitter because we are posting these yeah we're posting these as we're actually having the podcast so i mean i can't tell you guys to look at your your post right now just look at uh, look at us on twitter right now so you <laughs> could comment but i mean you could you're in the future 
<laughs> Give us a lot of numbers. Either way, I mean, I mean, aliens still won because we both voted on it. But yeah. our audience vote shows that aliens was clearly a winner. Yeah. So aliens moves on to the next round. Okay. Next up, we have Gremlins versus They Live. Gremlins, Ooh. which can also be a terrifying Christmas movie. I didn't so, you know. <laughs> So it's it's great like either way. Yeah. And then we have They Live, which is known for that famous Roddy Piper line. Yeah. Everybody knows the quote. I'm here for two things, to kick ass and chew bubblegum. Mm-hmm. And I ran out of bubblegum. So we're going to go off of the whole body of work, right? The whole the whole like Gremlins 1 and 2 put together compared to... I was going David. over just Gremlins 1. Because Gremlins, Gremlins 2 is a comedy. That's not really... Yeah. Okay. Gremlins 2 was like a... It was like a parody of itself. Was like mocking itself. I would just go with just the first one. Okay. Um. Then at that point, I'm going to. You know what? I'm gonna give it to Day Live because Gremlins can also win something in Christmas. So I'm gonna give them, <laughs> I'm gonna give it a uh, to Day Live. That's my vote. They I'm live. definitely going for Day Live. Oh man. So I mean, you got Gremlins, which was produced and ran by you know the famous Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. But They Live was directed by John Carpenter, who was, I mean, a legend, but more of a horror legend than Steven Spielberg, who's yeah. like an all-around legend. Um, one thing that They Live has over um, Gremlins, one, it was actually a really successful movie, even though they live? it was, yeah, like, for its budget, it only had a budget of $3 million, but it got back $13 million. Which is oh, that's not bad. Like compared to its budget, it was pretty successful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the theme about it is really deep about yeah, consumerism and, and people being brainwashed by the media, and everyone is kind of like this I mean, brainwashed people, zombie nowadays. I mean, those conspiracy theorists use "They Live," "Matrix," and all those movies as references to uh, what's happening now. So I think it does like stand the test of time, kind of thing. Yeah. Only Gremlins reference that I see is that uh, people usually get the Gremlins that's watching the movie with the 3D's glasses, and they say that it, that looks like uh, uh, Little Wayne or <laughs> what's that other rapper who dresses? Who he puts on dresses? What's the name of that rapper? Oh, which one, man? Yeah, one of those guys. Yeah, young Thug wore <laughs> yeah, dresses. Young thug. Yeah, they oh. said that uh, he looks like that Young Thug guy. So, oh as far as far as I know, I'm like, yeah, you're dead on. <laughs> So yeah, I think I'm gonna have to agree with uh, with they live. I would like to see they live uh, move on to the next round. According to Twitter, um, they live to get 67 percent of the vote against Gremlins. So, but the votes are still going; they're still pending. This is uh, this reminds me of last year, November. The votes are still going, so don't don't count your ducats yet. <laughs> don't count the ducats just yet. You might just lose this. <laughs> Okay, next up, we have the 2017 version of It Mm -hmm. versus Cujo. Two Stephen King masterpieces as far as books go. Turned into films, turned into really good films, Mm -hmm. entertaining films. Both terrifying films. You have Pennywise on one side who terrified us and basically ignited this fear of clowns. And then you have Cujo, which... 
didn't really ignite a fear of dogs. We already had a fear of dogs, yeah. <laughs> of big dogs especially. But it's solidified Bernard's, it, though. It's but it's solidified, solidified it, yeah, man. Definitely. And you realize, like, any dog you see out in the street can have rabies just like that dog. <laughs> that dog got bit by a bat. Right, that's yeah. what happened in that it movie. Got, it got, it was the rabies transferred from the bat into the dog. I think the dog got bit like on the nose or yeah. something. They're making the goddamn sense. But you know what? <laughs> it was a scary ass movie. But like, it's crazy, man. Like, if you really think about it, like being trapped in the car and you just can't get out because that dog is right there and is not gonna leave. It doesn't want to fucking leave. Oh my god! But at the same time, we got Pennywise who bit a kid's arm off. Pulled him into the sewer. And then used that kid for his brother. Like, tormented his brother with that kid's death. It's fucking... I'm gonna go with it. As I mean, even though Cujo was a great film and terrified me as a kid, but I feel like it was so much fun to watch. Yeah, there's people out there who refuse to watch it just based off of their fear of, of clowns because of it, the one that came out in the 80s. Which is like, that's funny. It's like one of those, it's like a never-ending loop kind of thing. Right, right. It's like you went back in the past and you had sex with your grandma and you made yourself kind of thing. <laughs> what? It was the Futurama reference. You just threw me off right there. In that it's the last Futurama the reference. So where do you go with Pat? Uh, I'm going with it. I'm going with it. All right. That's two votes for the Pennywise clown. And according to Twitter, yeah, 67% of the vote. <laughs> Went to Pennywise. Yeah, man. So it moves on to the next round. Defeats Cujo. Sorry, Cujo. All right. Next up, we've got Village of the Damned versus Hellraiser. This one is going to be a difficult one for me. It was difficult when I first saw it, but um, which village of the dam are we going with again? We're going with the newer, uh, the one with Christopher, Christopher Reeves. Reeves. Christopher Reeves, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna go with Village of the Damned. Hellraiser was difficult to watch. There were definitely scenes that were really disturbing, and I think it does stand the test of time as a horror movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why I just enjoyed watching Village of the Damned more. And I think I was more creeped out with the children and their, like, mind control. Yeah. Um, I don't remember it that much, I, but I, I do remember... Uh, uh, I, as a little kid, I couldn't really watch Hellraiser because, I mean, just Pinhead himself, you know, he, he terrified me. Village of the Damned, I remember watching that over and over again, and... I don't quite remember it that much, but I know that I'm still terrified of Hellraiser, so I'm gonna go with Hellraiser. One one scene that that terrified me in Village of the Damned was um, there was a nanny who was boiling water because I think she was getting ready for like she was getting ready to make the supper, mm-hmm. and the kid like brainwashed her and convinced her to stick her hand into the pot of the boiling water. Jesus. And I remember that to me was so much more scarier. Than watching Hell because Hellraiser was so over the top that you knew it was just special effects. Like, well, for me, I knew it was just special effects. Yeah, it's gory, but like, I know it's fake. But the other stuff in Village of the Damned, I I was like, like I was thinking, oh my god, that water. 
Like I was more terrified of the boiling water than the chains that are ripping a guy in half in Hellraiser. Like I was more scared but of that, that boiling was water. His face, man. He was licking his face as it was being ripped apart. Like he was licking his lips and stuff. Superb, man. And then there was another person that uh, I think they were at the top of a building. They had a broomstick with them, and they held the top of the broomstick like to their sternum, mm-hmm. and then just like jumped off, and like the broomstick went straight through them. What? Yeah, that, that was in a movie. Yeah, that was a Village of the Damned. And once again, I think it's just that anticipation. That's what it is. That's what got me was the anticipation. Because you don't really see her hand touch the boiling water. You just see her hand going slowly into the pot. And you're just like, no, no, don't do it. No, no. And then same thing with the guy jumping off the building. With I think that terrified me more than just like, so the like, guy's head like explodes. the M. Night Shyamalan movie uh, with, uh, with Mark Wahlberg? Hell no. <laughs> no, that's not anticipation. All that's right. just stupid. That's okay. just, there's no anticipation <laughs> there. Because they knew what was happening. They knew like... Oh no, it's the plants. Run, run from the wind. This one, it's like you slowly see it happening. You're like, oh shit, she's gonna stick her hand in that pot. Oh my god. And she's just slowly, like with no emotion in her face, just slowly sticking her hand in. And you're just like, oh, I gotta god. rewatch this movie. <laughs> I seriously have to rewatch this movie. All right, so you're going for Hellraiser? Yeah. I'm going for Village of the Damned. According to Twitter, Hellraiser won. Hellraiser oh. took 100% of the vote. Wow. So, Hellraiser. Wow. <laughs> Moves on to the next round. That's a shocker right there, for real. <laughs> All right, next up, uh, last episode, we we did Night of the Living Dead versus Night of the Creeps, and we had a tie. Um, so I did a Twitter poll for an audience vote, and Night of the Creeps actually won the poll. Um, how much did they? Yeah, they took they took the win. <laughs> so, <laughs> Night of the Creeps ended up moving to the next round. So now we have Night of the Creeps versus the Faculty. Nah, <clears throat> I'm going straight up the Faculty. You going to the Faculty? Yeah. The Faculty. I want to say Night of the Creeps. If there was a poster award, I would definitely go for Night of the Creeps. Yeah, they have some dope their, posters. Their poster is freaking hilarious. It's like the the prom couple are like trying to fight off all the zombies. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the slogan Wait. says, the good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. Yeah. Like that, they, they win the award for best poster slogan. That, that's a line in the movie. That's oh, yeah, movie. that was. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that because uh, what you call it? Uh, they, were, they were at the girl's house. And then I'm not sure if it was the guy with the trench coat who looks like the guy who I said who looks like a, a detective. He has the gray trench coat yeah, on. Yeah. The cream. Tr- tr- I'm not sure if it's him who says it or if it's somebody else. But they say that they say that line. The good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. This movie actually has two awesome slogans. Look at this. That slogan is at the top of the poster. At the bottom of the poster, there's another slogan that says, "If you scream, you're dead." Why? Because if you scream in the movie, the worms go in your mouth, and then you become one of the zombies. That's pretty dope. <laughs> what? What did you say so, again? So, in the movie, there's like little worms, right? Yeah. They go inside you, and you become a zombie. Mm-hmm. So this poster has two slogans. There's the slogan at the top, which is the thing about the dates. At the bottom, it says, "If you scream, you're dead." Meaning, if you open your mouth and scream, well, they're gonna come in your mouth. Not, not. C U M, but C O M E. 
what they're gonna do. They That's gonna pretty cool. Me. I think just not. I'm just saying, man. I think I'm gonna have to change my my vote. We can leave it up to the. I mean, we can we 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 got people to call. We have people on standby that we can actually call to break this. Uh, Who this are we vote. gonna call? Uh, apparently, Vinny, uh, Vince, and Dominic—they're ready to go, man. They're ready to to, to cast their vote. Uh, Vince said that he just put his kids down, so <laughs> <laughs> he just put his kids down, so he's ready to uh, cast his vote on this horror movie. All right, let's do it. Call him. Uh, let me get the. Okay, hold on. Let me. Uh... Let me turn this down. It's down. Uh, and on, people bear with me because this is a. I haven't had an iPhone in a long time, so pretty much um, <laughs> this. Pat, it's a phone. It's not like <laughs> you're working with holograms. Yo, but like... I tell you, my my old phone, I had that for like four, five years. I had a Note Eight as of like last month. No, a Note Three as of last month, and they're already on the eight. So I've had that phone for about five years. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I've had it for five years, and it's um. Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, okay. So you call with this. <laughs> you call with this. Now, how do you put somebody on like? How do you call a two way? <laughs> I feel like my dad you right now. To a conference call. Yeah. Hello. Yo, Vince. This is you. Yo, what's going on? Hey, I'm going I'm to add Dominic. Give me a second, all right? Can you, can you hear me? Okay. Vince, can you hear me? Wait, give me one second. I'm going to call Dominic. I'm uh, I'm going to put him on a two-way real quick. Hello? Yo. Can both of y'all hear me? Yeah. The speaker. Hold it close. Yeah. Can both of you guys hear me? Yeah, I hear you, Pat. All right. That's... I hear you. Okay. And Vince, are you still there? Vince. Yes. Okay, boom. All right. Okay, <laughs> I just want to make sure you guys. you guys are both on. Uh, if you guys... Wait. Yeah, if you guys don't know, uh, for the audience out there, this is uh, Vince and Dom, the... The creators of, of Reggie. Reggie. We got them on the line so they can uh, break this tie vote. <laughs> oh, tie vote. They got a tie vote right here for uh, what movie? So we got Night of the Creeps versus The Faculty. Night of the Creeps versus The Faculty. Yeah. I, I, I automatically just go right to The Faculty. I love that movie. Yes, I agree. The faculty. Yeah. Night of the Creeps did not live long in the memory. Okay. The faculty, yeah. Okay, hold oh, up. Yeah. Before you guys make your your hasty vote that you just <laughs> that you guys just did right now. Um can, Kevin, can you give them can you give them just the uh I want you guys if I'm not sure if you're next to like a computer or anything, but if you guys can just look up the the Night of the Creeps, just look at the posters and just see how much thought went into the actual posters. And everything went into the Night of the Creeps. Compared to the faculty, which, mind you, was um, they had the funding by Tommy Hilfiger. All their clothes were Tommy Hilfiger. Uh, it was done by Robert Rodriguez, a movie by Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. Um, I mean, they that also had the backing of movie, Usher. Sure. 
Yeah, they had they had the backing. They, Usher was in the movie. It was so much in their favor. Night of the Creeps is basically like uh, this is like a David versus Goliath kind of battle right now, and um, I think David needs to take this. Night of the Creeps is uh, David. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going off of. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? I will say this. I mean, if you had to just if you took all that out of it and you just put them right next to each other. The movie that I thought about the most and that still like resonates with me is The Faculty. You take Rodriguez out, take Hill Figure out, take definitely take Usher out. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was just, it was just, it was fun and it, it was made me jump. Yeah, it was. It you was know? a little spooky. Everybody's got that, tea. and it and it, it had that social commentary that I think was missing in Night of the Creeps. That social commentary was pretty strong. Rodriguez was, you know, you got to remember, I think, what was, uh, this was probably late 90s, the faculty? No, I think it was, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, late 90s. Yeah. I think eight, late 90s, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, just the social commentary of, uh, you know, high school, and I think that came out like Columbine time, or right before, or right, I think it was right yeah, after Columbine. I was thinking so about was just, uh, Dangerous had, Mind. It, it had a lot of that. It had a lot of that. Dangerous Mind. Dangerous yeah, I think it came out around that same time. That no, movie. Dangerous Minds was way before. Really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I think I think that was two. Uh, were we in two thousand already with, with Dangerous? No, Dangerous Mind was like ninety six, ninety seven. Jesus, damn. Wow. That's all. Night of the Creeps, I think, was ninety six, ninety seven too. No. I Night think of the mean, Creeps was way before that. Night of the Creeps was in the eighties. <laughs> But that, but it has two awesome slogans. There's yeah, a slogan at the top of the poster, and there's a slogan at the bottom of the poster, which was great. Yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I gotta go with the faculty. I gotta go with the faculty. All right, so I guess it's a it's a tie again. Yeah, it's a tie. Again. We're gonna have to go with the audience vote on Twitter, <laughs> and the audience. Oh, we gotta go to the audience again. Let's see. The audience, according to Twitter, has voted for the faculty. Unfucking believable. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry, David's gonna lose this one. <laughs> yeah, that uh, actually creeps. That was too much like an art film. Oh, was <laughs> <laughs> an art house? Okay. Oh, that's just wrong. Oh my gosh, man. They had a good poster and they had a good VHS covers, but, you know. It was, it was sort of the tail end of that type of flick. Yeah. But I think Rodriguez definitely, you know, I think Night of the Creeps was sort of his inspiration for going to the faculty. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh my God. Cronenberg. <laughs> but, hey, uh, thank you. Thank you guys. Uh, we might give you guys a call back if we run into another um, situation like this. But uh, yeah, hey, no. but let people know where you guys are gonna be at and where they can find you. You know, just shoot out. You know, you got thirty seconds to to shoot out where you're gonna be at. I know you no. said you got a film festival yeah, coming right up, right? Now. Go ahead and plug us. Go ahead yeah. And plug us. Um, all right. So hey, so if you guys are gonna be, if anybody listening is gonna be in New York on November fifteenth. We're playing at the Anthology Film Archives. Reggie is going to be playing in the New Filmmakers New York Showcase there. Uh, Wednesday, November 15th, show starts at 6 p.m. 
Um, if you want to check out our film, go to Instagram.com forward slash Reggie the film or Facebook.com forward slash Reggie the film. Um, oh, sorry, no, Reggie film. If you go to Reggie the film, you're going to go to uh, another horror movie about a clown. You don't want to go to that. Um, <laughs> Twitter, Twitter.com forward slash Reggie the film also. Or hit us up if you want to see one of our other uh, short films called Stunning, uh, Vimeo.com forward slash Our Cinema. Nice. Uh, we might have to uh, get you guys on another podcast, man. I mean, it's coming close to the holiday season, and you know what's after the holiday season? Oscar. It's all about the Oscars yeah, and stuff. Yeah, man. So we might have to hit you. Yo, there's a the, yeah. We're gonna have a podcast based off of that whole uh, sexual harassment, and uh, yeah, Hollywood scumbags, and we're gonna see if we can get her ass out of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that is that, and uh, that commentary was from uh, the creators of Reggie. That is not has nothing to do with uh, the people from We Seated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we see the podcast. Yeah. Yo, we, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about how come you know this is so mainstream. This Harvey Weinstein and James Tobac information. So it's so out there, everywhere, mainstream. CNN, MSNBC, Yo, Fox News. The thing that gets me about that whole derailing the Oscars. Yeah, the thing that gets me about that whole thing is just that it was like one of those. Like a family secret that everybody knew about it, but then it's like once one person, like somebody who's not in the family, finds out and they're like, Yo, you guys all know about this, this is outrageous. And everybody's like, Yeah, we they all like rather than being shocked, they're all like, Yeah, Yeah. you know, it's 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 bad. (laughs) It's terrible. When they first came out, when they first came out, a few people were like, Horrible, disgusting, can't believe it. But everybody that said something, they were like, "Hey, remember you touched my ass? Hey, remember you touched my breast? I, I can't believe you're can't believe you're saying this about Harvey, Mr. Ben Affleck, and Ooh. Mr. This guy." And everybody was like scared to say something and support the women that were coming out. And now there seems to be like a little more of a flip, where they're like, "Oh, these these actresses, everybody knew it." More, you know, Jennifer Lawrence and Gwyneth Paltrow and. Um, all the little darlings of Hollywood that he created, they were on and off again with Harvey. And, you know, that's a whole other thing. Oh, I didn't know about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah and... starting to change a little bit, where it's like, yeah. oh, well, Harvey, everybody knew it, and he had it in his claws, you know? He had it in his uh, well, he whatever. Had it on paper? He was paying people off. Yeah, he had it on paper that he could just, you know, as long as he paid back in damages and, and made the hush-hush money, he paid for the hush-hush money, it was fine what he was doing. So everybody... Yeah, definitely look it. into that. But yeah, he was... Damaged clauses was, to the contract. Yeah, <laughs> but come on, Gwyneth Paltrow, you see her in interviews, she worshipped the, the guy, you know, and supposedly he was on and off again with the relationship with her and Jennifer Lawrence and all these people that got uh, nominations and or won Oscars. So Jeez. it's... Uh, different tune and now everybody's trying to say oh well i didn't know about it 
Matt Damon and George Clooney were like, yeah, we heard about it, we knew about it, but, you know. Yeah, but before, yeah, but before, before when they interviewed Damon and Clooney, they were like, oh, no, this is horrible, this is, and of they're course. like, yeah, well, we kind of knew. Gentlemen. And like, another couple of weeks, they'll be like, yeah, we were in the adjoining room. I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I remember when Matt, when Ben told me he was going to bring Gwyneth all over there. They were all part of, you know, the same crew. They were all sleeping on each other's couches and stuff. Guys, I just want to so say... Everybody knew about it, but now that, now everything's changed a little bit more. Guys, I just want to say I'm so glad every time we, we dis- have a discussion with you, we talk about real horror. <laughs> <laughs> we talk about the, the true horror. Yeah. That's, that's the true horror. That's the That's shit. the true horror of Hollywood, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where Kev is like... No, 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 seriously, Kevin's like, Pat, seriously, did we really need to call this guy? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, man, no, but but seriously, but seriously, man, we really want to have a podcast that's, yeah, we, no, but seriously, we really want to have a podcast that's based off of just, like, the creepiness of Hollywood, man, because, like, we knew yeah. about the creepiness, but it was like, you know, we're on the outside looking in, but now since everything is like, yeah. you know, it's shaking it up. So now it's like, oh, everything's yep. starting to fall to pieces. Now we're seeing it, which opens up an opportunity for, you know, people like us, you know, because <laughs> now we're like, hey, we're not creeps yeah. and we do make movies. So, hey, <laughs> just raise my hand. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it is like I'm seeing a lot more holes. I'm not saying that I could be the next Harvey Weinstein, but hey, I won't touch you. <laughs> I won't touch you unless you give me permission kind of thing. You know? <laughs> So, my film. You don't have to do anything. Just act. Just act. Well, it, it makes you think. It's like, okay, well, we said no. We said no to Harvey. So, and look at where we are. We're yeah. trying to make the film still. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, oh, you know that could be your, well, that could no, be no, your resume. I said no to Harvey. That. So, you know that's that you know could be. What I'm saying if he did. If oh Harvey my God. Had, <laughs> I would have to. I would have to stop and think. He'd be like, all right, Harvey. Well, what exactly are you offering? I just don't want a cookbook this, put out. This quarter, the opinions expressed by by one member of Ben and Dom's uh, company do not necessarily reflect Dom. <laughs> well, I mean, right now, I think if we gave Harvey a call and said, hey, listen, Harvey, I hear you're going through some shit, but would you be interested in funding a couple of new up-and-coming yeah. filmmakers? Yes, he's right. Why not? He's right. You know? Well, you'll have to change your name. Your name will be like Alan Smith. But would you? But, like, but, you know, but would you, though? That they, that the directors used when they didn't want to be credited on the film. Alan Smithy, like David Lynch did that with Dune. Yeah. You know, directed by Alan Smithy. That's well, we would just have to take Harvey's name off of it. That's all. Well, of course. That's what I'm saying. Well, well he's in rehab right now. He's in, uh, he's in Europe in rehab. So, as of... What so, kind of rehab? Uh, I don't know, some sexual rehab or something. Uh, that's what I, I mean, that's what they're saying. They said that he's, he went to rehab and he said that he needed help, something. So, uh, I don't know what kind of rehab of, of for sex there is out there. He needs a beating, man. Yeah. It's rehab to stay away from the potted plants.
Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the faculty one. Yeah, the faculty one. You know what? I think that's the, that's going to be the name of the podcast when we do about the Harvey Weinstein. Now you're the creeps. That's what's going to be about. <laughs> now you're the creeps too, <laughs> based on that true story. <laughs> A night with Harvey Weinstein. Have you guys, have you guys seen The Witch? Yes. I still haven't watched that movie. I've but seen it, and things. it's one of the best yeah. horror films of our generation. I haven't uh, taken a look at that, but everybody who's watched that movie that I know said that they uh, they loved it. I think it opens a portal to uh, <laughs> devil worshiping. Yeah. Really? That movie? I think it's the first film. I think it's the first film that's actually been able to hypnotize and you know have the audience go the next really and I think and I think it's the best representation of the devil Vin and I had like a, a three day text message string uh-huh. going back and forth about the whole portal to Satanism that the witch is mm-hmm. and yeah it was pretty interesting so uh, yeah, yeah well you guys can read it when you're back on film the podcast read those text messages it's, We'll have some music playing in the background. <laughs> you guys can read it back and forth. It'll be it's not just crazy. It's not just you know crazy ass thoughts. It's just based off of what they went through to get to get it made and the writing process. Yeah. And oh really? The entire making of the film and who they had backing the film. So there's a lot that's there. You know, goes into you know the whole Aleister Crowley time period shit that's that's out there that everybody's so seen forces. Oh, yeah. yeah, I got to take a look at that movie. But I'm, I'm just. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's Halloween times. So yeah, I, I got to find out how creepy it is. I got to see how creepy it is. If, if anything, if anything, you, it, there's a scope in it named Black Phillip. I mean, come on now. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. You, there's a there's a goat in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why did they give that goat a a, a human name? That was like oh, a pet. The movie, find he was black. He was oh, a black yeah. goat. But why would you call him Philip? <laughs> well, see another. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I just think of Patrice O'Neill in a, in, a, in, a, in a little joke that he made. Philip, uh, I'm going off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! But night of the living creeps. Yeah. So the faculty <laughs> took it. Uh, hey. Did you guys have like? Is this countdown, you know, to the number one greatest horror film of just this year? We're getting close. We're getting getting, close. We're getting close. We still have a little bit more on the bracket to go through, but (laughs) but so far, um, we've been knocking them out because uh, people have been been voting on Twitter and stuff like that. But every single one that we're having like uh, trouble with, we're just calling our friends and just seeing, uh, you know, if they can break break the the tie. So we just gave you guys a call. We just gave you guys a call. I mean, is it is it fucked up to ask you guys individually what's your favorite horror film? I mean, just on your own, or just just my 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 favorite horror film is The Exorcist. Well, no, this is like a bracket. This is like asking everybody out there. Yeah, no, that's not that's not that's not a bad question. It's not like one of those. It's it's not not like like, asking uh, somebody what's how much they weigh or something like that. I think that's (laughs) that's offensive. Asking somebody about their horror film. Not like you're rigging the brackets and 
stuff. No, nah, no, nah, we're like, not rigging well, it. <laughs> I'm going to say The Shining, but, you know, it's really... Actually, last year, it was between The Shining and... Uh, Halloween. And Halloween. The Exorcist was on the list last year. We just didn't do it this year. We might, you know... What? Yeah. Yeah, it was... <laughs> what well, one last God. year? <laughs> what one last year? The Shining. The Shining one last year. not have The Exorcist. Yeah, we didn't... Yeah, because we put it on last year... This year we, we wanted to start a whole new list, um, and we already knew that you know if you put those movies like The Exorcist or you put The Shining or you put any of those movies off rip, it's gonna win. It's gonna it's like yeah, it's like, it's like the, the '90s, the, like Chicago Bulls in the '90s. You can't you can't do it. You can't you can't put the Chicago Bulls uh, against like a team like uh, like the Heat, like the Heat. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it because it's like it's one sided. It's a one sided deal kind of thing. So. I know they're gonna work forever. That yeah. story just tells you a lot too of how we are. We just like we just redo, we redo things constantly. Yeah, it's like there's there hasn't been a number one or top five movies. They have not changed since the seventies. Yeah, like Halloween, The Shining, The Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, American Werewolf and Texas Chainsaw type of thing. It's like that's it. Those are the fun. Well, that movie, The Witch. Well, the movie, The Witch. I mean, I, I want to see how it holds up. Like, uh, let's say five or ten oh, years from now, it won't. No, you know, no, it won't. I mean, it's a solid film, no doubt about it. But classic in terms of you know those other films. No, yeah. no, you don't no, think so? So there's no movie nowadays that because, you think will hold up. But that's because it didn't have a wide release oh, like those other movies. No, no. What about Get Out? Twenty eight days later, I think is twenty eight days later. Now. Yeah, okay, that's a good one. Top ten of all time. Yeah, twenty eight days later. But I the sequel, the, the sequel was good. like, nah. Nah, the sequel <laughs> was you know, the sequel was bad. It was, it was corny. Yeah, it was corn. You knew where it was going to go. Yeah. Oh, what but about that other movie? Later, yeah. come on. When you first Another Steve, movie, uh, like, Stephen King movie, uh, the one with the smoke, The yeah. Mist. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's a real good movie. That was good, Bryce. Have you watched <sighs> The Mist lately? You talking about and the show? If you watch The Mist, you're basically watching the first few episodes of The Walking Dead. <laughs> True. It's all the same people. True. It's the same cast. It's Frank Darabont that made it. And he used the same people that he had in the mist in The Walking Dead, and it's so strange. Just, oh, we, you know, we can't, we can't hold him. You can't, you can't uh, take away points for that because Christopher Nolan does the same thing. <laughs> he uses the same uh, actors oh, in no, all yeah, his no, movies. No, I'm just saying it's odd because I didn't see The Mist in so long, and then I watched it recently mm-hmm. after having seen seasons and seasons of uh, The Walking Dead, and I'm like, holy shit, I, I forgot, you know that they were all in this film very similar to, mm-hmm. you know, The Walking Dead. And just, you know, very similar vibe and stuff. And, of course, the actors, there's probably like six of them that are in The Walking Dead series. Yeah. That are just yeah. in that film. And prominent parts, too. Although, I'm sorry, nothing holds a candle, and I'm, I'm going off hard, but Frank Darabont, The Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. Well, that's Another kind of a better. horror movie all by yeah, itself. That's, <laughs> that's Stephen King. That's a Stephen King book yeah. too. So and I think like, that's a horror so movie. Horror. I think that's a horror movie. I'm not a fan yeah. of, uh, of jail. <laughs> hey, you know what? You're absolutely right, especially with the sodomites that were at the bottom of the jail, where like Andy Dufresne had to like go down there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's your horror film, right? It's a horror there. movie. It's a terror, <laughs> terrifying horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but gentlemen, gentlemen, it's been real. 
while we've been on the phone for 22 minutes. <laughs> we've been on the podcast for 22 minutes with you guys, man. It's always real every time we get on the con- every time we have a conversation with you guys. But um, we got to plan something for uh, possibly November so we could talk about yeah. this uh, the creeps in Hollywood. <laughs> Night of the Living Creeps. Night of the Living Creeps. Yeah. Night of the Creeps documentary. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) But, um, all right, guys. Thanks so much. You guys take it easy, man. And, um, if if nobody else answers the phone, we'll give you guys a call back (laughs) for the other brackets. I'm I'm sitting on the porch and I'm just thinking about Harvey Weinstein. Don't do it, man. (laughs) Don't do it because he'll probably (laughs) come to you while you're sleeping. (laughs) Don't say his name five times, bro. I think you should include Harvey Weinstein's first horror film. In, in no, cut him off right now. Cut him off right now. Which cut one is that? Right is that a home movie? You heard him? Cut him off. Cut him off. Cut him off. Was it a home movie? He made a horror movie. He directed. I think his only movie he directed. I think was a horror movie. Was it a home? Was it a? Was it a home movie? Was it a home? Oh no no no! It wasn't home. But oh. George Costanza was in it. I know that much. Oh wow. no, he really did. He he directed a horror yeah. movie. Yeah, he made a horror movie. Every, every single director that's out there started in horror, guys. Everyone: Oliver Stone, Francis Coppola, Martin Scorsese, yep. Steven Spielberg. All of all of them. All of them. David Fincher. Everybody starts in horror. That's oh, yeah. the best. Everybody starts in horror, including Harvey Weinstein. He just stayed in horror. Yeah. This this Real is another horror. podcast episode. All right, yeah. man, we got to stop talking. They, they got to move on. All right, go ahead. Go All right, ahead. you guys. All right, take it easy, yeah, man. Bye, guys. All Thank right. you. Peace. Oh, man, always a good always a good talk, man. <laughs> it's always an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, the volume down? Yeah, the volume's down. Uh, yeah, so... That was our our vote for. <laughs> so who was it that won? I'm uh, kidding. It, was, it was the faculty. The faculty won that. They faculty took that. won because they voted for it. The audience mm-hmm. voted for it. Uh, okay. I just realized <laughs> the last round is going to be actually a free for all between three movies because this is actually going to come out a little uneven. There's going to be three movies at the end. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I like uh, it too. So. We'll get to that soon. Okay, so we got the faculty that won. Next up, we have Texas Chainsaw Massacre versus Let Me In. I'm going with Texas. I'm going with Texas as well. Texas, Let Me In is a great movie, great yeah, cinematography, is. great mm-hmm. everything, but it's not going to stand the test of time no. like Texas did. Texas is still a terrifying movie. I don't understand. Yeah, when when uh, when <clears throat> Vin said that whole thing about like movies standing the test of time, I was like, yeah. I can see that those movies are never going to go. They're timeless. But I just can't understand why movies nowadays can't do the same thing. Well, the thing about The Witch, though, The Witch had a very small release. The mm-hmm. Exorcist didn't. Everyone went and saw The Exorcist when it came out in theaters. I remember my mom telling me when she was a little girl and she went to go see it and how terrified she was. And when she saw The Shining, like all those movies were big budget movies. Mm-hmm. The Witch was very small budget. So it wasn't released in every theater. It was like limited theaters. Damn. It didn't like it didn't pick up steam until after it came out on DVD. That's when people started watching it and talking about it. Which unfortunately, it would have been nice if 
it got it picked up spe- uh, steam when it was in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a movie definitely we're gonna add into the list for next year. Yeah, because Pat, you definitely have to watch it, man. Dude, the devil when they show him, it's like, damn, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's exactly how the devil would be. Oh my god, dude! I gotta, I gotta watch it, man. What, what can I watch it? Is it like on? I have it on man. demand. I'll let you borrow it. Oh, okay, I bought it. <laughs> it's really good. It's really disturbing, and another reason why it's so disturbing because it's so realistic. Like you watch and you're like, nothing about this feels fake. Like it's just really well put together. I realize that a lot of movies, like if if there's like a lot of scenes that don't have any music, but you just feel like dead air, and you just see like somebody just yeah. moving around. There's a lot of shit. dead air. That's what makes it feel real to me. That's a lot. Like, there's a no lot music, of dead air. Because you know that this dude, James Wan, he, he's a fan of putting... Yeah, 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 Gone! Yeah, that kind of shit. But if you if he was to take out the sounds in his movies, those sounds, and just have like somebody who's creeping up to a, a counter or some shit like that, it'll add it... It'll make it seem like it's fucking real kind of shit. Yeah. But he doesn't do that kind of stuff. If that movie does it, automatically I'm sold. I'm sold. Like, I'm... I'm invested into the movie to the point that I'm walking with this guy or walking with this girl to this counter and I'm grabbing whatever the fuck they're grabbing. So if something pops up, I'm going to jump because I'm invested into the movie. If if the movie does that, I'm into it. Yeah. What's cool about the devil scene in The Witch is that you barely could see him. He's like a shadow, mm-hmm. but you can like, if you squint your eyes, you can like barely make out like his face and he's like a swashbuckler. <laughs> like he looks like, like a Captain Morgan. Like he he kind of looks like that. Yeah, he's got like the big feather in his cap. He's got a big like pirate looking. What year hat. is it supposed to be? It's supposed to be like centuries ago, like with the Dutch okay. families settling in and all that stuff. Um, okay. And he comes in, and you can hear he he's got the 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 stir the spurs on his boots. Mm-hmm. So you hear that cling cling when he walks in, but it's the way. He doesn't got no southern draw. No, it's like this, like whisper. <laughs> but it's it goes on, and it's so quiet, and all you hear is that that subtle little whisper, and it's just the way he talks, the way he convinces this girl uh-huh. to become a witch. It's like, yeah, that's exactly the way the devil would do it. It's like he ba- he basically made it seem like being a witch is the greatest thing in the world. Like, why wouldn't you want to do it? Like he tells her, like. Don't you want to see the world? And mind you, this is a time when no one saw the world because, you know, everything was so limited. Yeah. You know, don't you want to taste fresh butter? Like, it's like, you know, she's hearing all this. and She's like, yeah, I do want to. I want all of that. And it's like, all right, sign this. You know, like, it's it's pretty good. All right, I got pretty, pretty, pretty good. Okay, moving on. (laughs) So we both said Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No doubt. Um. Let's see what the audience said on Twitter. Pfft. Texas Chainsaw Massacre took 100% of the vote. Yeah, obviously. All those votes. All right. Moving on to the next round. Now let's go back up to the top of the list. Play some Take 5. From, uh, from David Brubeck. Album called On Time. I'm a real fan of this song. This is a. This isn't. It's been played on a lot of movies, but I really just like uh, how the trumpet just comes in. 
yeah, so we're just gonna play this and everybody just listen to this and enjoy. I'm back. I wanted to do it. Do you remember that skit from SNL with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Ben Affleck? They're like rival DJs. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> do you remember that? I don't remember. I gotta that. show you that skit, man. <laughs> it's so funny. All right, let's move on to the next round. So now we've got two alien movies going against each other: Aliens versus They Live. Ooh. <laughs> <sighs> I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go with aliens. I'm gonna go with aliens definitely. Wow. I'm gonna have to do that again. Wow. <laughs> Over they live. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh shit. Should we call someone else? Yeah, I'd call someone. Um we we got Chris from Florida. I give him a call. <laughs> we give him a call real quick. Uh, Chris, he's also been on the podcast. He Wait, is... should we call him for this one or should we call him for? Because I feel like I, I think Aliens is going to end up taking the win. I'm I'm, I'm leaning towards Aliens as well because Aliens is a classic. Let's wait for the next one. The okay. next one's actually a good one too. All right. So you say aliens? Why do you think aliens over they live? Um, because as far as I know, aliens too, or aliens. My bad. I keep on saying aliens too. It's a better movie, even though they live is is to me they live is like a fun movie. The only thing that's horror about it is just because it's like aliens doing their you know trying to uh, simulate the Earth kind of thing. But it's nothing. Nothing beats aliens who actually are trying to kill you, trying to wipe you out, but in a vicious manner compared to just trying to simulate kind of thing. I mean, I know they're sleeping with, with our women. They're sleeping with everybody <laughs> kind of thing. That's what the other aliens... Well, these aliens are doing the same thing. They're basically raping your body kind of <laughs> thing with their little uh, attachable... Uh, oh, the face hugger? Yeah, the face hugger kind of thing. But, I mean, eh, what are you going to do? They're raping if, your mouth. If yeah, if I had a choice <laughs> of which alien would I want to what you call it, um, like fight against, I would want to go with they lives aliens compared to the aliens aliens because I don't think there's no possible way that I can fight the aliens aliens because if you shoot at them, their blood is fucking acid, so it's like, what the fuck? I, there's no possible way that you can you can beat them. You can't beat them in hand to hand combat because. They'll just uh, bleed all over you if you cut them. The other ones, they're just regular humans. They're not super powered. They don't have any strength or anything. It's just that they have this cloaking thing that makes them look like human beings. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you can you can destroy them, no problem, no sweat. So that's my choice. Okay. Yeah, I'm leaning towards aliens as well. Um, I mean, this is going back to the, I mean the quality of the film over quantity mm-hmm. because I mean quantity wise I think they're both 
They've got they they both have a large following. Um, you know, I obviously uh, they live is a smaller film, but it's still a cult film. It's still a movie that you know is still relevant. When I saw um, the movie Happy Death Day, which recently came out. I was actually happy to see one of the characters in the movie actually has a poster of They Live in his dorm room. Really? I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that's dope. Okay. Um, but was uh, supposed to be like a horror fan? Yeah. Okay. He, well, yeah, like a horror fan, like a movie fan. Movie buff. Okay. You know, he's got he's got like all these movie posters in his room. That was cool. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, I mean, it's still a relevant film, but Aliens is just something that I think is going to live a lot longer. And it's also because it's part of a franchise that has made some really shitty sequels. So Alien stands out as such a diamond in the rough. Yeah, because it's one and two are great. Are great. But then it just like they started to fall off when they came out with three, four. It and then, like the, and then the Prometheus movie, like it just. Well, there's some people who like those Prometheus movies. One guy is a guy who uh, he was on our podcast. My uh, Martin, he likes the Prometheus movies. Don't know why. <laughs> Don't know why. <laughs> But but he's also a, an art house fan. So <laughs> make total sense. All right, so aliens uh, takes the takes the win, and uh, according to Twitter, I mean, seventy five percent of the vote went went to aliens. Who who was that? Who voted for? <laughs> they live <laughs> abstract, man. Super abstract. <laughs> okay. Next up. And this one we could probably try to call Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is 2017 It mm-hmm. versus Hellraiser. So you got a new horror movie, which consi- now it's officially the most successful horror movie of all time. It actually beat The Exorcist. Really? Exorcist was top place Mom in most. Top, man. And it actually took over. Wow. The most successful horror movie of all time is now It. Of 2017. Okay, all right. Versus this, a classic horror movie, Hellraiser. Which one? Uh, um, I'm going to go with It. I want to go with It. I think that um, it's rightfully so that that movie takes the, what you call it, the, the number one as the, the best, the, the, what you call it, the highest grossing horror movie. It had everything. It had kids. It had the funny moments. It had funny moments. It had everything. It was basically like... I felt like I was watching a movie from the 80s. Like those horror movies from the 80s. Like Freddy Krueger. Because he was also funny. He was also funny and he would kill people in like gruesome but creative ways. For a killer, he was really creative. And I mean... It had the same thing, had the same feel. Like, uh, when he killed that, um, when I went to go see the movie, I didn't know that there was a guy, there was a kid who died, and his name was Patrick. Like, when I went to the movies, it was around, it was Wednesday, and it was 10 o'clock. That was the only showing. And I did not know that there was a kid named Patrick who was going to die. So, I'm over here just watching the movie, but, you know, I'm kind of like, I'm in the I'm, I'm in the movie, I'm feeling it, but it was like a lull in the port when they went down to the sewer for the first time and they saw the, the girl's shoe. Yeah, and then the kid with the flamethrower went down there to try to find him, and then when they said the name Patrick, I was like, "What?" <laughs> that shit hit me because I was like, "What? Nah, this kid can't name can't be Patrick." So I heard the kid start saying Patrick and shit. So to me, I was like, "This shit is this shit is talking to me." 
I must be dreaming right now kind of shit because I'm like, they're saying Patrick. Why the fuck are they saying Patrick kind of shit? So that that point, I was like, yo, that's when I was fully invested into that movie. At that point, I didn't go onto my phone. I didn't do any of that. I just watched the movie because I'm like, this movie is this movie is made for me because that guy died because his name was Patrick. <laughs> so that's why I like the movie. It it was a, it was a dope ass movie, and I don't think I'll buy it on DVD. Does it, the rewatchability of it is higher than Hellraiser to me? Yeah. I think I'll, I'll probably watch Hellraiser if it's on. Yeah. It's not something that I want to watch. Not from the beginning, though. No. Not from the beginning. I won't watch it from the just beginning. Just the second half. Yeah, just the second half. But it, I will watch it from beginning to end. I'll watch it from beginning to end. Hellraiser, no. I'll tell I'll tell people that, yeah, go give it a watch. It, I'll be like, yo, I'll watch it with you. <laughs> it's a good movie. I'll watch it with you. Okay. And according to Twitter... It wins to the vote seventy five percent of the vote. Definitely. Seventy five. Uh, wow. <laughs> I thought I was gonna win a hundred. Do we still wanna still wanna call Chris? Uh, we can call him, but I mean we have more. You said that we're gonna have like three in the top, right? Oh that so should we call him at the end when we have the We can do that the the, the last three? Yeah. Alright. Next round. We have the faculty versus Taint, uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, hmm. I'm gonna go with the faculty. I think Chains, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre has made it. Uh, it made it as far as it possibly can in this playoff, and uh, I think that uh, they needed to take a back seat to the faculty. That's where my vote goes. You're gonna say they're gonna take a back seat? Yeah. To to Leatherface. Yeah. To a chainsaw. Yeah. To matter. a cannibalistic family. We got uh, aliens, another attack from aliens, but these aliens have like tentacle-looking things, and uh, they like water. They're a fan of water. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did this movie come out at the same time as Signs? No, way before. Okay. Way before. All right. And in Signs, it was the opposite. Yeah, it was they, the opposite. The aliens, they, they didn't water. like them. Why would they come to Earth? I don't think they knew about the water. water. You don't think they knew about water? Hey, man, I don't know. I'm not the one who wrote the script. <laughs> Even though the movie's 75%. I mean, the the earth is 75% water. I don't know. I didn't write the script. Ask M. Night that. When War of the Worlds, same thing. They thought they were okay with the water. They didn't realize there's like microbioorganisms living in the water that kills them. Oh my god. So aliens aren't that smart. Alright. So you say Texas you say the faculty. I'm going with the faculty. I'm going with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Cause it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. When I go to Hot Topic, I see shirts <laughs> for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I don't see shirts for the faculty. Cause there there was no poster for the faculty. It was just there was a poster. It was like it was lame. kids looking cool, man. That's all it was. The and that's exactly what the movie is, cool. man. It's kids looking cool. But they're cool kids. Drug dealer is driving a uh, driving drug a badass muscle car. The drug dealer is the hero that his father gave to him. 
His father gave him that card. I don't card. know if that was I mentioned in the movie. I, don't I, think, I, think, I think you just I made gave that him a backstory. I gave him a backstory. Oh, okay. His father gave it to him, and he had to fix it up. Yeah, there's no backstory with the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's just a massacre. Did it's in the see, title. But did you see massacre. Rob Zombie's version of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? He didn't do his own version of it. Who did that? Who did that one? Who did the remake? The remake was produced oh, by Michael Rob, Bay. Oh, Michael Bay. <laughs> Michael Bay. But the remake was pretty terrifying, though. That's the one that you actually see that the town was dying, right? That's the one where you see him putting salt in that guy's chopped off leg. Yes. Rubbing the salt. And not just regular salt, guys. Ladies and gentlemen. Rock salt. Rock salt. salt. He's rubbing it, pressing it into the guy's missing leg. So he can serve the, the, the wound. And he hangs him on a hook on top of that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I go with Texas. If you want to pick the old one or the new one, I think it's still more terrifying than the faculty. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) Yo, that rock salt part. I saw that in movie theaters, and that part. (laughs) That was one of those, like, like you saw him put it on the paper, and then he just wraps it, and you saw the dude, like, shake because he was in such pain. Oh, my God. Yeah, he just wanted to die. Yo, that scene was... Because you remember when the girl went downstairs and she found him hanging on the hook. And then she tried to take him off the hook. Yeah. But every time she picked him up, she just dropped him back on the hook. And I'm like, yo. <laughs> yo, what are you doing? If I was that dude, I'm like, yo, just stop. Just stop. And he told her to stop. And then he said, uh, just kill me. Grab the knife and just kill me. Oh, my God. That movie was terrifying. Yeah. Okay, but I'm still going with faculty. <laughs> <laughs> I already cast my vote. All right. Unfortunately, Pat, according to Twitter, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Of course, they takes the win. I thought they, I thought it ran its course. I thought they ran their goddamn course. I thought Texas Chainsaw Massacre ran its course, but I guess it didn't. All right. All right so what? What else is next? So that's it. Now we're gonna move on to the last round. I just got to post another quick poll. All right. All right. We're in the last rounds. This is it. Yes. The last round is actually going to be a three-way. It's a threesome. <laughs> a menage. A menage a trois. Voulez-vous que je avec moi ce soir? Menage. It's my uh, Ja Rule. If anybody's ever watched the uh, Fast and Furious 2, which one was the one that introduced the... Uh, um, Ludacris? No, nah, not Ludacris. What's the other? Tyrese to us. The second one. The second one, yeah. What's the name? Uh, uh, what you call it? Uh, ja Rule was in the movie. And uh, I guess the girl said to him, yo, if you win this race. You no, that was Ludacris. That wasn't Ja Rule. That was, that was Ja Rule. Because when he was driving the car, he said, Menage. <laughs> he said, Menage. And then when he when he lost, he said Monica because that was one of the girls' names that. Uh, and she with, told him she didn't want to be with him yeah, when he lost. He that lost. was ludicrous. What? Yes. That's how I we. That, that that's how they introduced ludicrous to us. Then how the then what the fuck? And that wasn't and that happened in the first movie. That happened in the first. Wait, movie. Wait, ludicrous was in the first movie. Yeah, and he loses that race, and then. When Are he you goes, kidding me? Yes, and then when he goes to Miami in the second movie, Paul Walker, 
we see Ludacris again. He like comes up and hey, what's up? Long time no see. I don't remember Ludacris in the first movie. Yeah. I remember Ja Rule, Ja, Ja Rule in the first in the second movie, because they also had that Asian chick who was like everywhere. <laughs> remember her? She was like everywhere in the. I in think the every eight. No, you know what I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> recording, recording live. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm about to call Chris. Oh well, we haven't even um, seen uh, what. What are the three movies in this so three-way this is, split? This is the last round. Mm-hmm. There's a threesome between Aliens, mm-hmm. 2017 It, mm-hmm. and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Okay. Question is, which Texas Chainsaw Massacre are we talking about? Doesn't matter. I don't think so. I, I say let's go I, with But the, we got to pick one. I say go with the new one. The new class. The new class. Okay. Let me just uh, confirm what year that was. That had to be like, I'm gonna say 2007. I think you might be right. I'm thinking 2007. No, nope. <laughs> 2003. Damn, really? Yeah, I don't remember it being that long ago. <clears throat> God damn. But uh, the the original one though is such a classic though, man. I think I think we should do the original. The original? Yeah, the original one is just. Uh, that's what put Toby Hooper, the director, on the map. Was all right. We'll give it. We'll give it that one. Film. So the nineteen seventy four original version of it. I actually have the new one. That that one. I have the new one too. Yeah, I bought that uh, that DVD. I mean, this was such a horrifying movie that came out of nineteen seventy four. Movies in back in the seventies weren't this. They came. It came out in nineteen seventy four. Yeah, they, Why do you think that it came out like late 70s, early 80s? Dude, this movie came out before Star Wars. Like that's how old this movie was and it, it's still so disturbing to watch after all this time. Okay, so Aliens versus 2017 It versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Pat, what's your vote? I'm going to go with... Uh, I'm going to go with It. You're going with 2017 It? Yeah, I'm going with It. Definitely. Uh, I I gotta give it some time. I don't know how it's gonna stand the <laughs> test of time. Texas Chainsaw Massacre has already proven to be uh, a time traveler, someone who's immortal, someone who just will not die. So I'm gonna go with Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You wanna go ahead and call Chris? Yes, I give him a call right now. Yo, hey Chris, man, you're on uh, the podcast right now, dude. Talk about pressure. Yeah, man, and uh, we're on the last. This is the last. Uh, this is the last round. The last round. This of, is to determine the champion for 2017, the best horror film. Yep, best horror f- film of 2017. But it's not just a horror movies that came out in 2017. These are like you know movies that we picked throughout the years, and you know real awesome ones, and. Mm-hmm. Here are the three picks. Now, this is a this is the interesting part, Chris. This isn't movie versus movie. This is actually a three-way between three different movies. So it's a little tricky. The three last movies standing are Aliens, which is the sequel, part two, versus the 2017 version of It, and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 1974 version. The original. Mm. So it's like the... Uh, my- 
favorite or the best out of the three? Well, let's talk about both. Yeah. <laughs> I am extremely biased toward aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, Why is that? Oh, it's James Cameron at his best. You don't think that like Avatar that, that, was at his best? Because some people might say it was Avatar or Titan. Or Titan. The, Terminator 2. <laughs> Titan. Terminator 2. Yeah. The Terminator 2. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it depends what mood I'm in out of between Aliens or Terminator. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just amazing how, at least with Aliens, since I guess it's this like the nominated movie, mm-hmm. how he reinvented it. I mean, he took. The, like the, the original concept, which is like a survival horror in space, to badass, female-driven action star, guns blazing, and aliens, which is kind of my idea. All right. Yeah. So, so are you saying that that's your favorite? That would be my favorite out of those three. And then, what would you think? What do you think would be the best out of those three? Of the new it. Oh, nice. And why do you say that? I did not like the book. And that's coming from a big Stephen King fan. Mm-hmm. Out of, like, at least those older Stephen King books, it was, like, my le- one of my least favorites. I'm glad it surpassed all my expectations. I hoped when I watched it that it wouldn't be, like, like that 1990s one. Is the one that was made for TV? Was. Yeah, the, like the TV movie one. Okay. So, it it blew me away. I loved the, the cinematography. Like I, and I kind of knew going into it that there would be a sequel. I didn't know how they would do it, but they did it so well by just focusing on the Losers Club as they were kids, mm-hmm. and the next one would be the adults. And it was freaking scary. I loved it, and like the cinematography, the atmosphere, the pacing. Um, I, I I loved everything about it, even though it's like one of my least favorite stories so okay just the judging off of all the Stephen King movies that have come out um, where will you place it the the one that came out 2007 where will you place uh, this one 2017 where will you place this one with all the other uh, Stephen King movies like The Mist uh, The Shining uh, Lang the Lears because <laughs> we got to talk about that movie that movie was straight up trash but I did watch it when I was a little kid. I haven't watched it since because I knew it was trash when I was a kid. But, you know, all those movies, what, do you, what would you place this one? And Cujo, too. Um, now, as far as, like, more of a horror. Yeah. Because, you know, he, there, there's other stuff like um, The Green Mile. Okay. Which definitely isn't in a horror. I'd say as far as, like, maybe horror films, this is my top three. Out of all the movies that he's done? That, that's including Pet Cemetery. Okay, didn't mention The Shining. Yeah, The Shining. Well, what, well how, how does your three go? How does your three go? I know, like, Kubrick and Stephen King, like, literally did not see eye to eye. Yeah. It's as polar opposite as you can get. Mm-hmm. And I'm very, very biased to The Stand, as horrible as that was, that, like, six-hour TV miniseries. Yeah. But it's, it was my, it's my favorite book of all time. Mm-hmm. And... Gary Chase and Molly Wimbledon. So, and so after that would be it. So it's in my top three. All right. So, so what do you? Although I also did like Carrie, the original one at least, and I totally uh, forgot it was Carrie. God um, damn. 
Christine, as campy as that could have been. Um, so yeah, definitely, it went from my least favorite Stephen King story to one of my top three Stephen King movies. I have to admit, you know, Stephen King, for a person who doesn't really like when people uh, adapt his books into movies, he releases a lot of those those fucking, uh, he's like, all right, go ahead, do it. <laughs> he does that shit I don't a lot. Know, I think at least, I think as at least with The Shining, he took it very personally, because from what I understand, he actually wrote the original screenplay, and Kierberg is like, no, I'm doing my own thing. Is like, that the one? The one that he wrote was that the one that was on ABC, the one that they uh, they turned into a miniseries. I remember that that happened like that was like in the nineties, wasn't it? Well, the, the thing with the the like the more recent one, mm-hmm. um, it, it's closer to the book. So, did you watch it? Yeah, I did, and it was actually not that bad. Uh, I'm still compared to Kubrick. I mean, what Phil Murphy would say that would be better. I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he put like, a lot of like, uh, from someone who, who read, the, read the book, who loved the book, it was extremely faithful to it. But you know, like with, with the, the Cubic version, I mean, Jack Nicholson literally at his best. I mean, you can't beat that. It, no matter how faithful it, it was, or even if Stephen King liked it or not. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really say anything about Texas Chainsaw Master because actually, when it comes to all of them, that is my least favorite out of that whole series. I, I prefer like the, the newer ones. The one with, that came uh, out two thousand three. That one. That's yeah, the one that you like. Jessica Biel one. And I oh, know we Jessica talked Biel about this. Uh, I actually the enjoyed the the new one. Just uh, the, the Texas or the Chainsaw Massacre with not the three D. Yeah, the three D one with uh, your girl Alexander D'Addario. The three D one. I've never seen that yeah. one. Was that one good? No, yo, I think you liked it just because of her, dude. I did, but <laughs> I did not. I just did not like the, the 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 original original one. I guess because I watched it like very late. I don't want to say late in life, but I think some people like the original one because it's more nostalgic. It's like, oh, I saw this when I was younger, but I saw it when I was much older. Mm-hmm. And did you watch it after watch you watched the the ones that came on two thousand? Exactly, I did. Yeah. And so how do you compare like a much more modern, scarier, higher budget one to literally a student film for like half a million dollars? Yeah. That's, you see, that's the same thing that I think that uh, like uh, people nowadays are coming across with uh, Star Wars when they say that, oh, you got to watch the originals. But if they've already seen the new ones that have already come out and then they go back to watch the originals, the special effects and they're not going to get the same feels that we got when we watched the originals prior to uh, watching even the ones that came out early 2000 they're not going to get the same feels that we got so it's like it's artificial in a way uh, it's I like totally yeah you, you, don't, you don't have the same as much as I hate that yeah yeah you're not going to have the same feeling so usually when it comes down to like Star Wars or a movie that's like a remake I'm telling people to watch the original and then watch this movie because if they don't if they watch the movie that came out recently then they watch the original they probably not even going to finish it because it's like, I don't know, it's just going to be like learning something that you've already, uh, it's like uh, learning math in elementary school compared to learning uh, another uh, like algebra in high school kind of shit. If you go back, you're going to be like, it's, it's primitive. <laughs> well, is it, well, look at Common Core. I mean, people like us who grew up on like normal math, uh-huh. this is with my air quotes, Yeah, we can't figure out Common Core. Oh, 
Yeah. And so, like, um, I, you, you, you kind of take that both ways, Pat. Uh, yo, that Comic Core fucking and, and math, I don't understand. your theory right here about, like, newer versus older versions, uh-huh. how would the new Blade Runner fit into this? Because you look at that film, that film, the original holds up so well to this day with the, the, yeah. the last great film with optical effects. It was all okay. in camera, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at the new one, as beautiful as that was, Deacon's, he better get an Oscar for it. He ain't gonna get um, it. Everyone, he's going like, to get nominated. He's not going to get one. I guarantee it. He, he fucking better. It's it, it's not up to us, bro. Hollywood has changed, it's, man. It's <laughs> Me but, too. <laughs> but go ahead, go ahead. But, 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 but every, every like a lot of people I talk to, as much as they liked the new Blade Runner, they did not like the pacing. I mean, it's like two hours like the forty minutes, and some people thought it was really slow. And yet, okay, like so, the original one, depending on the version, is just like over two hours so you get a much better pacing you get a, it's even more stylized the original one and actually i like the story better so you so you think judging by you know going by star wars uh-huh. or like newer versions of older films do you still think that with the new blade runner could that be an exception to that yeah i think uh blade runner is what do you call that like uh, it's a standout amongst the rest is like one of those because I can watch the old the old Blade Runner movie that came out in the eighties and still be I can still catch some new shit that I didn't even realize watching it the first couple of times. I'm oh man, I didn't know that. I didn't realize that shit. But this new Blade Runner movie, it was it's like a a perfect uh what somebody said, like a caveat to the whole Blade Runner series because watching this new movie, it was I can't understand about the pacing thing because when I watched the movie I thought the pacing was perfect. It was, I it was so a, too. yeah, it was a it was a long movie, but it was not long. Like I had to, I I wanted to look at my watch and say, what fucking time is it? How late is it? I, it was long, but I was still drawn into all the, all like the whole environment of it all. Uh, Kevin was saying exactly. that it was and long like, too. But, but the people I I was spoken I spoke to about it, they were like, if they spent too much on like the establishing shots, I'm like, did he watch Dude, the original? Yo. To be, you know, and uh, me and Kevin was, yeah. It worked. Me and Kevin were talking about that shit, and we're, we came to the conclusion that if they wanted to cut it down, if they would have cut out all those establishing shots, those uh, those landscaping shots, it would have got down to like at least an hour forty minutes. <laughs> would just if they take out all that, all those shots. But if you did all that, oh man, it's it's not gonna be the same movie. It's not. It's not gonna be the same. Well, I think movie. they also did it because of how hard it was for them to shoot those, those yeah, shots. Those landscape shots. From what shots. I understand, like literally for close to a year, like the aerial cinematographers, they were storm chasers. They'd like scour the world, seeing storms because like they wanted to. They had a, a game plan how to capture that type of mood, but you can only get that like at the tail end of a storm with the sun kind of like in a, in a golden hour like oh set, so it's like God. really low sun Dude, so like literally like, every day they were researching what, what's a storm where the sun be optimal with this type of city like landscape so I think just the amount of expense and time it took to get those shots was uh-huh. probably one of the main reasons why they put so many of them to say yeah try beating this and we're going to have an hour of this shit all over the film so try to one up that yo but did you see how much it, it pulled in at the box office right you know that um, the Emoji movie pulled in more money than uh, than uh, what you call it, uh, Blade Runner. I know it's ridiculous, and yet look at the the critics and fans like 
Overwhelmingly, yeah, people just didn't watch it. I don't know. One of the highest rated films of the year. What was out around the same time as Blade Runner? It, I guess that's the only movie that people were watching. Yeah, it was like what a week or two before. Yeah, I think that was the movie that that uh, took all that Blade Runner money, man. Right now would have been the perfect time for Blade Runner to come out. I don't know because like, didn't it Blade Runner still get like number one that weekend? I know like it got like thirty something million. Yeah, it was far below at least domestically in the U.S. Yeah, but. So did the original one. Like, the original one bombed in the box office, and if it wasn't for the advent of VHS and people rewatching it, then it built up this cult following. And I think, like, as, as kind of obscure as this one, the new one was, just like the original one, mm-hmm. I think over time people will accept it more. Well, well so here's, I, the, here's the thing about the... Uh, who's the What's the guy who directed that movie? Blade Runner 2? What's his name? Uh, Denis, uh, Villeneuve. Yeah, Denis Villeneuve. He is supposed to be directing, uh, the new Dune movie, the remake of Dune. Yes. And my thoughts is that the fact that this movie did, you know, so bad in the box office, if it's going to be one of those, like, well, I mean, you did, that movie didn't really pull in that kind of money, even though we just cover our bases. Because I think they got just enough money just to, like, break even. I wonder if he's gonna, if they're gonna be like, you know, the Zek's gonna be kind of like, well, you know what, we're just gonna, you know, ring it in a little bit. Like, we're not gonna do as much as you want to do, like get those landscaping shots. We're just gonna dial it back a little bit. I, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling that that's what might happen to this. Well, I think Doom it's movie. gonna happen with everything, regardless. I mean, it seems like 2017 for movies is just being a write-off for all the studios. I mean, has anything really been? successful this year other than Wonder Woman and um, if, you, if you're making a superhero out. movie you're, you're guaranteed to make a uh, profit but uh, other even, than even that Suicide Squad did <laughs> <laughs> well I mean and actually didn't that do better in the yeah, box office it did for Superman yeah domestically yeah Su- Su- Suicide Squad did a lot it, it did way better yeah it did way better <laughs> but that did. was last year I, I, I still kind of think that Studios are going to write this year off because overwhelmingly there's been even more big films with big stars which just bombed. I mean, you look at Tom Cruise and the Mummy and this other new movie that had like this last weekend that came out, Geostorm. That oh, that movie coming, Mother. Everything is everything is doing bad this year. Or that movie Mother. Yeah. That mother. That mother. And they had like a lot of uh, big stars in that movie, but I think it was just. I think that was based off of just the way they sold that movie to the audience. Well, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm saying just as far as budgets go, because you know that was a relatively low budget film. You look at the, the new Blade Runner, that was like what 160 million or so. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's been plenty of like hundred plus million dollar films which bombed this year, or definitely did not get anywhere near the expectation. And, and yet, you look at, I think what the industry is going to be, it's going to be more like, um, at least as far as action goes, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of like a, a ba- like a baby driver slash atomic blonde type future where you're doing pretty successful films with low budgets, like $30, $40 million. So you think, think they're going to try to go uh, more towards, uh, you, what do you think? You think Hollywood's going to go more towards indie? I wouldn't say indie, but... How can we, you know, do more with less? To so that's like of, the Robert Rodriguez route. 
because he's yep. always trying to do like cheap, cheap shit. Like I think he he edits his own movies, right? Well, not only that, but like, like, like at least uh, I, I don't know. I'm thinking of like the most recent film that says I saw was probably a knock knock. He shot that like on a Canon One DC, so like an SLR. Mm-hmm. And it actually didn't look that bad. And I'm what kind of lenses were he? Uh, what kind of lenses was he using though? He's using those uh, Can Canon Cinema Primes, the CNEs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I mean, he's not. I mean, you can borrow if you want. I have it. Huh? You see what I mean? You've used that, that chick from um, Blade Runner was in it. Yeah, but he's not. Oh, really? Yeah, it was like kind of a breakout western film. I might have to take a look at that movie. <laughs> you talking about? You really talking about the, the the whole film takes place in the house? It's actually not not that bad for Rodriguez. But well, we really de- deviated off topic. Yeah, we did, man. But I mean, this is what happens on this podcast. But yo, oh, man, I just know, give us, I, give hey, us. I, I know of all people. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what uh, our th- three choices? We got it, the one that came out two thousand seventeen. We have Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and uh, Aliens. And Aliens. And so, Aliens. Two thousand. I think I think his pick 19. was uh, Texas Chainsaw. You going for Texas or it? No, you he went I'm for it. And he's going for it. it. Okay, you went it. for it. Yeah, I went for it. I went for Texas Chainsaw, and the audience went for Texas Chainsaw. So it's a tie. We got to call another person. Oh, my God. Yo, Chris, it's <laughs> been real, dude. We got to call somebody else. <laughs> but thank you, man. Thanks for your insight, though. We got to put you back. We got to get you back on the podcast one of these uh, days. You. you just call me. We'll do it. Well, not even call, man. I mean, you're not even that far away, bro. We could just get you in the studio. <laughs> Let's do it. All right, man. All right, peace. I just realized the the music still plays, man. Wow, it's crazy. All right, uh, who else should I call? Who else can we call? Well, I can call my homeboy Adam. He's on the West Coast. Let me see if he's gonna pick up. I told him that I was gonna. I might have to call him on the podcast, and he so, tried to Facetime me. So basically, this Adam, the votes on him. Yeah, like he's he's the person that's gonna determine this winner. He tried to Facetime me, man. I don't understand why. And, it, and, it, and if he picks Alien, mm. then oh, we got to call another person. got to call somebody else. <laughs> it's not late for him since he's on the West Coast, like three hours. So it's 8 o'clock right now. Yeah. Uh, Yo, Adam. Wait, he can't hear are you still doing it? Yeah, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. You can hear me? Why couldn't nobody mm-hmm. else hear me when I was doing this? Mm-hmm. Yo, all right, man. Damn. All right, yo. Hey, yeah. Well, we're, this we're... is uh, definitely not three minutes. That's one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my fault, dude. Yeah, we're uh, we're going through the list, man. But you are on the podcast right now, dude. How's the? Uh, yes, dude. How's the West Coast treating you, bro? Good. That's what's up. <laughs> Um, yo, but um, <laughs> yo, here it is. Here's here's what it is, man. We got a survey going on right now, and uh, the survey pretty much is about uh, best horror movie for 2017. We have this thing called Scarefest, and we're this is it. This is like the cream of the crop. We've already went through all the whole brackets, and we're at the top right now. And you have these three choices to make. Either 2017's It versus 
Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, and Aliens. That's Aliens 2. Which one do you prefer? Which one do you think should, uh, you know, take the crown? Well, given out of all of those I've only seen 2017, It. Uh I'm going to have to say 2017, It. Okay. You've never seen uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? The original one, no. I've never seen the original? No. Well, I mean, I guess we have it, dog. Because <laughs> I went for I went for 2017's it as well. So I mean, That's it, it has it. <laughs> it has it. It is the champion of uh, the what you call it of 2017's Scarefest, man. Thank you, Adam, for no. your 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 for cooperation, yeah, sir. You got it. It's not like a came up out of nowhere or anything. It was a sick movie. No, I mean, yo, I mean, talk about it, man. Talk your shit, man. Talk your shit. <laughs> how, how did you feel when you watched the movie? What was your, what was your thoughts going into the movie and everything? I was internally tickled, sir. You was internally tickled <laughs> while you were watching that movie? <laughs> <coughs> yeah. Hold uh, the girlfriend's hand jump up in the seat, everybody have a nervous laugh. <coughs> it was pretty good. Oh, then it was a good movie. It did its job because it was a horror movie. So if it made you jump, then it, it got, it, it did its job. Well, it was a kind of horror movie that there's like, you know, a couple people doing those nervous laughs slightly after everybody else was just quieting down after laughing oh. from being scared. Simultaneously, that's yeah. how you know it's a good movie. And then you laugh at those people, and 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 then you get scared again. Yeah. While you're laughing at the nervous people, and you're like, "Fuck, now I'm that guy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Damn, I didn't know that. I didn't. I thought you didn't like uh, horror movies. I don't go for it, but I mean that. That was one of those. What you call it? It was one of those. Uh, what do they call it when everybody has to watch it? They have a they have a name for that kind of stuff. It's like it's part of the culture. You're gonna watch it just for the culture. Like peer pressure? No, not peer pressure. It's like uh oh, Adam, uh this is Kevin, he's uh <laughs> the co host of the podcast. Hi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you call it? Um Damn, there's a name for what it is, but I can't find it. It escapes me right now. But uh other than that, man, so how is um how is since you're since you're the closest thing to Hollywood on this podcast right now, how's the whole Harvey Weinstein thing? Uh, how's it being taken over there in Hollywood Town? Hmm? Hey, and I got a question: Is everything like La La Land? Are are y'all just dancing in the middle of the street in highway traffic? What's the what's the deal? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking no. that. I mean, I saw the movie, and I'm like, wow. That's how it is in California, man. I don't know. I got to take some glasses. <laughs> got to bring an extra ch- uh, change of shoes just when I have to tap dance in the middle of the street. <laughs> you, you need to come through, but no, it's not like that. But there are plenty of people like that. For real? Uh, we just went to Disney today. It was pretty nice. So you just ran, You just randomly just go to Disney? Well, you have a year oh. membership. Your pass, just go down there. 
<laughs> yeah, also, and that was, get the fuck out of there. They got like a Disney spectacular thing going on over there, right? Yeah, that's the other thing. So everything switched over to like Halloween crap. We did that uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That is not switched over. It's just Guardians of the Galaxy. But mm-hmm. either way, it's, it's a fucking sick ride. Do you guys miss it's a little, Twilight Zone huh? Tower of Terror? Do you guys miss the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, or do you prefer the new Guardians of the Galaxy ride? Well, it's a bummer that they changed the old Hollywood stuff, because Hollywood itself is getting rid of a bunch of old Hollywood stuff, which is stupid, like buildings and stuff. But um, the ride itself actually is better, the way that it uh, that travels, it plays out. It's much more exciting. It, it like jumps up and down rather than drops you. Mm-hmm. And then you go up and down a little bit. You actually get a whole bunch of different fucking like up and down gut like wrenching like drops because they just shake you up and down rather than just start with a big drop and then kind of do little drops after that. Mm. The, the new one is just fucked up. You start low and then you get shot up. So you start off with just like, oh, fuck. Is there like uh, a screen or something? Then, or, or Yeah, there's a there's like a, a couple of different stops and you get a couple of different screens. Um, while you're in the middle of like, doing the drops and shit. But it, it, it's much more exciting of a ride, but the aesthetic is better with the, the Haunted Mansion or the uh, Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. And is like, there still I, that... Like, um, I know that the Tower of Terror, once you get to the top, it's like it opens up so you can see the park. Can you still do that or yeah, not? Yeah, it's still... You still get to see the, the top. Oh, okay. And that's where they still take your picture and shit. All right. See, that's dope. You just want to get, like, jerked up and down a few times before they, like, pump you all the way back up there and then drop you one big last time. Uh, it's, yeah, it's much more exciting. You get a whole bunch of fucked up stomach gut and, like, drops and shit, which is awesome. It looks cool on the outside. It does. But the, the, the Tower Terror really was, was fucking way cooler. Damn. That's what's up, man. Well, Adam, dog, it's been a pleasure, sir. I want to take you an hour and a half to call me. <laughs> Yo, this it's, uh, this podcast has been like an hour and forty minutes right now, man. <laughs> we had to get to the right we had to get the finale. Finale. We had to get the finale. <laughs> we had to get to uh, to you, man. We're saving we're saving you for the last, dude. Said a rally. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Kevin, good to meet y'all. Likewise. All right, right, man. I'll catch you later, dog. And I shall shall try to visit. uh, I don't know, man. I'm just going to try. I know uh, Josh is trying to go over there. He's been trying to go over there ever since three, four years. (laughs) I'm trying to to see if I can. Yeah. I'm going to see if I can take a train over there or something. I want to see the Grand Canyon. I want to see America a little bit. You know, get some get some of that uh that homegrown racism. You know what I'm saying? Americana. <laughs> you know that home Americana Google racism. Maps, man. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Google Maps. They they have that not, little. Not, not even uh, Google Earth. Get up in there. <laughs> nah, no. But there is what you call. It. There's a website that uh that says that uh there's a route that you could take so you can get away from all those the racist states and <laughs> all the racist stops and stuff like that. I think it was like I forgot what a uh, website it is. I got to go back to it. And it's for like minorities that they want to just uh, take those those routes so they can stay away from the racism. It, it probably it's, it, I think it changes every every year or something like that, but it's pretty cool. 
Check it out. <laughs> I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, uh, right now. I'm, uh, oh, facing outside. That's <laughs> nice. Okay. <laughs> Very cool. All right, man. Be easy, dog. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All right. That's what's so up. So that's it, guys. The winner for 2017 Scarefest is the 2017 version of it. Yeah. This is actually an interesting upset. Like, I don't think so. No, I mean, no. Actually, I, I, I think I it's. Even... I think. I think it's interesting that now it's like, okay, a new movie a took new the movie top took spot, it, yeah. not a not an old film. And you know what? We did like a. <clears throat> I forgot what they call it. Uh, we. We we gassed up some of these um, these brackets because I know everybody was on that whole Blade versus uh, the twos or whatever Blade versus Alien Aliens and there you know we have a we have a heckler out there uh, by the name of Martin I know he was saying why why would they go with this movie kind of stuff but really. <laughs> Really, we did that so we can. Can we, can, can we hear that uh, that impression of Martin? Why, why would you do that? Why would you do that kind of stuff? But really, the reason why we did it is because we wanted Aliens to. We wanted Aliens to win, but both of those movies were different than the original. They both had their little squad of like badass dudes, and they both had to try to kill. Some well, the opposition. A, we don't have to explain it. They didn't, if they didn't get it, they didn't get it. Other people got it. That's all that matters. Yeah. But uh, this th- this was it, guys. Yeah, this was it. Um, Thank you so much for voting. Thank you yes. so much for listening in and interacting with us and sharing with us. Uh, Thanks which, to our. Uh, our our people who got on the phone. Yeah. Thank you for answering your phone. Yeah. Thank you for giving <laughs> us your time. And. Uh, We'll see you guys at Scoop Spooktacular. Yeah, we're gonna see you guys at Spooky Empire. Yeah, Spooky Empire. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna get into Thanksgiving movies soon. Well, there holiday are, movies. Well, there's not really Thanksgiving movies. You know what? Let's make our own Thanksgiving movie. Why don't we do that? Let's play a game where we make our own Thanksgiving movie. All right. We're gonna cast it. We're gonna direct it. All right. And we're gonna spice I like it, it up. I like it. All right, guys. Happy Halloween. Be safe. Don't do anything stupid. Actually, you know what? No. Throw those rules out the yep. window. Get into trouble. Yep. Do something stupid, everybody. Don't inspect your candy. Just eat it. Nah, don't do that. Because <laughs> there's a lot of crazy people out here. And go into the rich neighborhoods and get some big-ass candy bars. <laughs> Stop trying to get these uh, these fun sides because those, those sizes are not really fun. <laughs> not fun at all. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. We're doing the Tell Yeah, we're doing the Tell All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The song that you're listening to is... I know this has a long intro, but um, this is actually a new version of John Carpenter's Halloween. Um, This is made by Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. This is actually going to be featured on the new John Carpenter album. There's a new album coming out where it's like all the music from his movies that he's composed. Mm -hmm. And they added this as like a bonus track. It's actually really good. It just it takes a while to get to like you know, the meat and potatoes of the song. You know what's crazy? You know how they do like um, there's always like these shit. <laughs> you know how they do all these uh, like oh there's an orchestra that plays like Christmas music and stuff. Do they do that for Halloween? Probably do that in California probably. 
Because you remember when uh, <coughs> Hans Zimmer did one for all his movies. So, they don't do it necessarily for Halloween. But at Universal Studios, in the Harry Potter area, yeah, they have these kids, this choir singing. And it's cool because they have these giant bullfrogs that sing the, the, the bass of the song. Yeah. It's a song called Double Double Toil and Trouble. It's from yeah. Harry Potter and Prisoner of Azkaban. It's and it's more. From, it's not from that movie. The, that song came out alone. No, no, no. Isn't that something that witches say? It, okay, so this is the cool thing. So that song is supposed to be like a Halloween themed song because it was featured in a Halloween scene from one of the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. What's what I the reason why I love that song so much is because those lyrics were taken from Macbeth, the William Shakespeare story. Okay. And it's it's basically what the witches were saying on the beach. They were saying like they were they were surrounding a cauldron and they said, you know, double double toil and trouble, fire burn and what all you know, all that stuff and they basically it's so cool. Uh, they basically got those like words and turned it into a song for this scene, mm. this Halloween scene from the Harry Potter movie, okay. and they sing that at the at Universal Studios. But it's kind of like random; like they'll just. I think now maybe for Halloween Hard Nights they probably do it a lot, a little bit more. They're like little kids that do it. Yeah, little kids that come on and sing. And these frogs on their shoulders. They're like robotic. Okay. You know, there's a badass version of the song. And I mean, in the movies coming out, the new one. There's a new version. Uh, this is supposed to be part three, I guess you can say. This goes. Di- this is supposed to be a direct sequel to Halloween Two. Um, John Carpenter's Have producing it. Have you seen it. the show Mindhunters yet? I haven't seen it yet. I just finished watching it. What'd just you think? finished. It, it took me a long time to watch it because I had to rewatch some episodes, but um, it's a really good show. David, uh, he didn't direct all the episodes, obviously, because most shows, not a, they don't have the same director for every episode. But, um, yeah, man, uh, I know he uh, produced it, and you know, his, his fingerprints are all over, this, all over this show, man. It's a really good show. If you guys haven't watched it, give it a watch. Um, there's a, there's a, a serial killer in this show. His name is uh, Ed Kemper. Dude is supposed to be like six seven, fucking big as a house. This dude strikes fear when you watch. We you just hear him talk, and the way that his his mannerisms, it's like he's kind of like easygoing and stuff. But then when he talks about his killings, he talks about it like with the cavalier of um, like he's just talking about how you just made like a dinner or something like that. Like, oh yeah, you know I do this, I do that, I put this together and stuff. And it's like it's fucking ridiculous. And then uh, after that, um, I want you to look at the actual the actual video footage of him actually talking, the real Ed Kemper talking. The actor nailed it, nailed it. That whole little creepy vibe that he get that he has, nailed it to a T. Man, I, I learned a lot of insights about uh, serial killers from that sh- that TV show. Like they have um, some of these serial killers in the past had uh, like fan clubs. Women would send them nudes and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's like it's it doesn't make any sense. This these most of these serial killers kill women, and women will like just be will fawn over that kind of stuff. 
You know what we gotta do next year? Speaking of Netflix, we gotta add mm. Netflix horror movies to this scarefest. Mm. Okay. Because they just came out with that babysitter one. You saw it? I saw it. Yeah. What'd you think? It's fun. Yeah. It's a fun movie. It's a funny movie, man. Um, what else did they? What else? What other horror movie does Netflix 1922. have? Nineteen twenty-two. Nineteen twenty-two. They have uh, the one that's more of like a comedy, where like the guy just married a woman and her son is Satan or whatever. Oh yes, that one. Uh, I forgot the name of that one, but that one's pretty funny. It has nothing but comedians in it. Um, and maybe we could do scary. Well, not scary, but like. I guess suspenseful Netflix series. We could do Mindhunter well, versus do like, like Death TV Note. Shows. We could do like TV show uh, category, like not only Netflix, but we could do stuff like A and E. We could do Walking Dead versus like a Netflix show, uh, horror show. We could do Stranger Things versus what's a TV show that's just like Stranger Things, but is a uh, you know. We could do Walking Dead, or we could do something like that. Or it's like the X Files, or something. X Files, or something like that. Eh. There's no other TV show just like uh, Stranger Things, is there? Yeah, they got them. They cornered the market, man. <laughs> and it's premiering this week. Is it Friday or Saturday? Friday. For, I have the countdown. It says three days. Every time you open up Netflix, it'll that'll be the first thing. It says oh, three days, and it's counting down until. And you'll be able to watch it if you're on the East Coast and you live uh, like on a border from like New York to my uh, to uh, Florida. You'll be able to watch it at 3 a.m. in the morning. That's the re- that's the release time. 3 a.m. in the morning, Friday morning. You'll be able to watch it. So I think it's only 10 episodes. Could knock that out in one day, but I don't want to be that guy. But I might have to be that guy because <laughs> I want to see how, how good this show is. Because first season. It was like, first season of Stranger Things, I watched it when it first came out, but not a lot of people knew about it. It was like one of those, yeah, let me just, let me just watch it. And you're watching like, yo, this is a good show. And then I was still working at Diesel, and it's one of those, like, while I'm working, I'm like, yo, has anybody watched the show, uh, Stranger Things? Yeah. <laughs> like, they cut you off. Yeah, man. That show was awesome. Like, oh, you watch it too? Yeah, I thought it was... That show was dope. Yeah, and it was like one of those. Then it started catching fire because everybody started watching it, kind of shit. And um, I'm, I hope that it's not going to be just like a Guardians of the Galaxy two. That it's like they're trying to catch that fire that they had the last one. Mm-hmm. They're trying to make that magic again. Yeah, I hope it's. I, I hope, hope they go for a different approach. Yeah, I hope they go for a different approach. I mean, they've already from what the trailers show, they already got me hooked when they showed. Uh, they showed the arcade. They Once again, show. it's it's all eighties nostalgia. Yeah. Like you got Thriller got playing me, in the background. You got the video games, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters outfits. We're we're sold. Yeah, man. You got the yo. They, there was a field full of fucking pumpkins, dude. That right there, that's like every cartoon horror movie ever. <laughs> a field full of of uh, carved pumpkins. Who the fuck put all those carved pumpkins out there, man? Don't know. But they're they're rotten. They're rotten fucking pumpkins. It's dope, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And they already released the names of the episodes, right? Did they? I think you the one who you said it on the podcast. Like you said, oh, they released. The oh, names of yeah, the that was episodes. like last year. Yeah, yeah. I completely cool. forgot about that. I got, I got to repost it again. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it. Yeah, that's it. Um, everybody, uh, happy Halloween. 
And I know a lot of people don't like to think of Halloween as a holiday, but I like to say Happy Holiday around this time because I think of holo- I think of Halloween as a holiday. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it's definitely a holiday. So everybody enjoy that. Uh, I've been Pat, and this was Kev, and we shall catch y'all next week and catch y'all at Spook Fest or Spooktacular, Spooky Empire. Yeah, Spooky Empire. <laughs> See y'all over there.